talk so much. That's brilliant. We haven't done that in a while. No. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You join us on a very special evening. There are three of us, but it may not necessarily be the three you expect. (laughs) (laughs) I've queued it up with such mystery. In front of me is my man, Dan. Hello, mate. How are you doing? In Scotland, our Scottish contingent in the wank shed is Duncan. You should have worked out the three by now. (laughs) And of course... It's me, Tom. Yay. Russ is sadly, well, he's got his thumb stuck in something right now, so he can't get to the microphone, but he will be joining us on the next podcast. Now, we've got a very special one because we're going to return to a little bit of our old format, but also deal with a very good subject of ours. We're going to tell you all about what we've been up to, what we've been watching, playing, holding, sucking, fucking, whatever. (laughs) And then we're going to be talking about, well, two rather, well, one of them's very loud mouth. One of them will talk at length. Whether you want him to or not, and the other, well, he's the silent type. He'll just, pop, are... he'll just pop in at the end for the uh, to, to make the most salient point. Absolutely, yeah. we are talking about none other than the fantastic creation of Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, Jay and Silent Bob. We're going to be talking all about them. It's particularly Jay. Bong! <laughs> We're going to particularly focus on Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because, uh, as we know, the reboot has just been they've they've started it. Absolutely. Basically. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's kick it off. Uh, how about Duncan? What have you been up to? Um, good evening, everyone. Uh, well, new what over the Christmas period or just, just in the last general, mate? Week or so? Just in general, maybe over the last four days. <laughs> well, uh, after playing Skyrim on New Year's. Uh, day eve well before going to bed after on hogmanay uh quite drunk i haven't played it again but today i cranked up that old machine of the 360 because it was wet and windy today so i didn't go for a walk um so i decided to give just dance another go and it's quite nice having a proper living room that i can actually dance in so i I played that today that was good fun you played just dance yep just dance cool three Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know whether you can still see me currently, Duncan, because it's come up with the camera being on. Can you? Uh, okay, it's going no, now. I can't see you. Good. Is Go Duncan on. dancing? <laughs> didn't see the face I was pulling yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking of dancing, we did watch uh, The Greatest Dancer, which was entertaining to some extent. Um, and because I thought we were going to be talking about Jay and Silent Bob, I was like, yeah, I haven't watched that for a while. Couldn't find it in my DVD collection, so sort of just did, streamed it on Amazon. <gasps> and oh, no, good. Yeah, not a spurious site. No. And, uh, yeah, I paid money for it. Uh, <laughs> I'm always happy to pay money for it. It's <laughs> And I loved it. <laughs> Emma did not share the enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> um... So Did she not think it's a work of genius like I do then? <laughs> do you know what? I don't think I've ever been out with a member of the opposite sex who did enjoy Jane Silent Bob. I don't think I don't think I think I've always gone, Oh, you've got to watch Jane Silent Bob strike back and every time they've just sat there with this look of bemused bewilderment on their face as I'm pissing myself laughing. Sarah bought me for my birthday once Jane Silent Bob Strike Back Monopoly. That's and, awesome. And we played it whilst watching Jan Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, but yeah, no, she, we, we both love Jan Silent Bob Strike Back. In fact, well, we'll get onto this later. We'll get onto Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Anyway, Duncan, what else have you been up to, pal? Um, honestly, probably uh, not much. Oh, my parents hadn't seen uh, Force Awakens, and it was on TV the other day, so we watched that. And actually, that is pretty good. It was a good film. It is. It is a good film. It's like... It does look fun. It's basically like watching the original Star Wars, but just kind of revamped for the modern audience. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, pretty well. That sums it up um, perfectly. And there was something else. Oh, of course, it's been uh, the wild card playoff weekend. Jesus, we'll talk about you want to do that? Our, you want to do that? You want to bring that no. up on this? <laughs> no, but it is something I've been doing, Dan. It was the question. What have you been doing? I've been watching a lot of American football. That's about it. I was. I've kind yeah. of lost interest now. It's, a, it's really quite bad. Dan was so happy a minute ago. 
He was so good. He was my cuddly teddy bear, and now he's, he's seething with rage. Bear. I broke a light switch last night. <laughs> you broke a light switch? I punched it. You punched a light switch last night? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Dan. You're, you're like, you're one of the, you've you got one of the know, longest fuses no, in the world. We, 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 I, I won't mention anything about it, but yeah. Anyway. Um, just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Dan, what have you been up to? <laughs> an American football Apart from there. breaking light switches. I know, I felt pretty bad about that. I've got rage issues. Um, and yet I am usually quite calm. But, you know the longest fuse of yeah. anyone i know yeah so that tipped me over the edge last night um when I've, i played a lot of forza a lot of forza, mm. forza i four. forza 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 yeah forza 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 um <laughs> it's and I'm, I'm getting pretty good at it um i'm what i'm doing and i can say this now now it's not on here i'm looking at anything that russ has done and I am trying my hardest to beat it. And you know what? <laughs> Most of the time, I'm succeeding. Really? <laughs> so that makes me feel happy. Yeah, because he comes up with scoreboards. I'm like, I'm looking at what Russ has done and going, I reckon I could do that. So, <laughs> so my, my, my goal, like my, my um, skill chain score is, is unbeatable as far as I'm concerned. Right. Like my, my, in Forza 3, my record was 130,000. In this one, it's 1.2 million. Wow. Because <laughs> it just kept, it kept, I just went over this field and it kept like adding to the scores. It's drifting, hit something, drift. And there's nothing in the field to stop you from doing it. So I did it for a good 15 minutes. Wow. So I, I'm loving Forza. Um, watching, I have, what? oh, I've got to talk about this because it won a Golden Globe last night. I went to see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. It, if I'd have seen it when I should have seen it, which is last year, it would be my second favorite film of last year. It is absolutely brilliant. It is m might be my favorite superhero film. Um, is it I, live action or animated? Animated. Wow. And it is just amazing. Like genuinely mind-blowingly good. There is something in that film for everyone, I think. Um, I was laughing. The Stan Lee cameo made me cry a little bit because it's... Just Stan Lee talking about how much he loves Spider-Man, basically. And it's like, oh, Jesus. Mm. Bad timing. Yeah. Um, the characters are great. It's animated in a specific style to look like, a, to feel like a comic. Um, to the point where it, it, there's a lot of, like, it uses a lot of dots, um, like Jack Kirby used to when he used to, to draw comics. It's fantastic. It's a love letter to a character that's been important to a lot of people. And I thoroughly recommend anyone's go see that film because it is bloody brilliant so there i have been planning thinking of doing so but the first film we need to go and watch is uh, the favorite yeah uh, then then go see this film because it, it I, I was genuine i was expecting that i would like it but i was genuinely blown away by it like i loved that film like i would to the point where i nearly went back and saw it again the next day because it's well. just it's just I, I was, as I say, I was expecting something good, but what I got was something I didn't necessarily feel like I deserved, like a superhero film. that I love superhero films, but that felt like like a genuine love letter to Spider-Man. So, yeah, go see it if you get a chance. It's fantastic. It's the film you deserve, but not <laughs> the film you need right now. Yeah, and they understood that with great power. Yeah. Um, so I saw, um, oh, this is a cheerful one. I saw They Should Not Grow Old. Oh God! The World War One documentary. Yeah. It's brilliant, but um, it's not a fun one. Funnily enough, yeah, it's strange that. Yeah, but it's uh, and it doesn't hold back as well. Like it makes what it, <clears throat> when you see the old World War One footage because of the frame rate, um, because it's in black and white, because there's no sound, it makes it doesn't make it seem real at all. Mm. And what they've done here is they've added um, lip readers. To, to to figure out what they're saying in each of the in the footage, and then get voice actors to voice over it, and then they've colorized it in a way that makes it seem real. They've slowed it down so it looks like modern day footage, basically. Yeah, and it is it's hard going, but it's one of those things where a you're you're sitting there genuinely impressed by how they've done it, and b you're sitting there and it makes World War One seem very real all of a sudden, and they don't hold back with some of the footage they show as well. Wow. Uh, really, really good. I think it's one of those ones that everyone should watch because the, the message of this is um, we, we didn't hate the people we were fighting. Like, the people on the other side, every time we met them, they seemed nice. They seemed like decent people. 
they were just fighting a war that they didn't really understand why they were fighting, and we were fighting a war that we didn't really understand why we were fighting as well. They do say the big difference between the First World War and the Second World War is is undoubtedly, while the First World War seemed to be a, a sort of a, a war of patriotism and countries, yeah. the Second World War felt more <coughs> like a crusade of ideologies. Yes. It was almost communism versus Nazism versus yeah, yeah. capitalism. It was a sort of a three-way ideological struggle. Um, so it's 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 great. It's, it's very very sad to watch Toy Story afterwards. I would recommend. Yeah, amazing. I mean, do you know what? Funny about the lip reading thing. I read this article uh, uh, very recently, but mm. apparently a few years ago, there's those very famous color videos of Hitler and his very close kind of group of sort of courtiers. I, I guess you'd probably call them. Yeah. Um, up at the uh, Berghof, um, which is his residence, up at, sorry in Berchtesgaden, so yeah. looking out over the mountains, and they they got lip readers to read what was being said and the funny thing is they said it, it provides this very odd sort of look into hitler's private life yeah and you, you can hear him when he's being filmed it becomes apparent that ava braun is the one filming it yeah and what she what he hitler is saying is oh you you know you shouldn't a, a pretty pretty young girl like you shouldn't be filming an old man like me mm. you know i should be the other way around he was saying things like that or at one point looking at one of his i think he was looking at goering at the time saying yeah. oh look at that animal you know sort of like big fat animal or something calling goering a fatty yeah. which uh, you know just it's so strange you just think like holy shit this guy who like literally like almost subordinated europe to his mm. will was calling people fat and like you know having lovely conversations with his mistress and just oh god it just humanizes him too much it's what you, not you, good. You, what you want from your 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 atypical hitler is is just 100 percent hate rhetoric isn't it you want to imagine this just complete monster you want it to be the table talk yeah exactly yeah. About. yeah yeah so um did bandersnatch do you think he sorry. would <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry carry on I'm about, to, I'm about to say do you think he would run a podcast uh very efficiently these days i think if Hitler like were around he would be doing a podcast love it. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it would be but it would be the sort of two hour monologues i kind of hate how for the most part how accepted hitler would probably be in some circles nowadays oh god uh, yeah that's true jesus yeah right so you did bandersnatch, bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah on netflix don't the, ruin it for me the black mirror thing I haven't done it yet uh, it's great it's really good um i i did five different endings in the end because it lets you go back but then there's, I was like, well, there can't be any more endings than that. And then I thought of a couple of the choices I made. I thought, well, if I wonder if I went back and I did this instead of this. So I'm going to sit down and do it, do it again. There's one particular ending that is the most entertaining. It's typical Charlie Brooker in the sense that it's incredibly well thought out. Um, there's some incredibly th just generally thoughtful moments in it. There's some sad moments in it. But then there's some funny moments in it. And the, the, the format gives him license to be able to do all of these things in the same thing whilst creating um, the same story throughout, throughout basically. Really, really good. Really liked it. There's loads of references to other Black Mirror episodes, um, and, but it doesn't really explain any of the references, uh, which is a problem. Uh, Bird Box. Watch Bird Box as well, uh, the new thing on Netflix. Eh, couldn't get on with it. I thought it was all right. I thought Quiet Place was better. Jesus um, Christ, you've had a packed four days. Yeah, I've been off for four days. Oh, right, fair <laughs> yeah. news. Um, so you haven't just been wanking into a sock. Anyway, I've, uh, <laughs> I've got, got to have something to drown out the crying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, um, it's I, I, I couldn't get on with it. I think A Quiet Place is better. And if you're on Netflix, bin off Bird Box. Don't watch that and watch The Endless instead, which is much better. Um, what else did I do? Started is, is always only in Philadelphia, as mm, you, you witnessed for the first 13. five episodes. Nice. It's been fun, although that was tough going today. <laughs> anyway, um, I um, I, I swear I played something else as well. I might be wrong there. I, I, I hit fours are pretty damn hard, actually. To be fair, so that's about it. What about you, Tom? The last four days for me. I think of probably the two that came before the next, the, the last two yeah. probably don't count much because I bought Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2 on Saturday. Yeah. And I've played it two nights in a row, obviously with a, with a wife and kid. I don't get that much time during the mm. day to play things, although I'm looking for, I'm trying to like find a little day in my calendar over the next couple of weeks where I can squeeze a day in that, that I know they're out yeah. so I can take the day off. It is... It's wonderful. I understand what you guys were talking about now. I was, you know, I, I was only ever jokingly dismissing um, mm. it as GTA with horses. Uh, I've only played up to the end of the snow chapter. Yeah. Um, but it is just 
fantastic. Yeah. It just feels intuitive to play. It feels like that everything that Rockstar have learned from uh, the GTA games and GTA 5 is being poured into it. It's just so detailed. Like, Russ was going all wanky about the snow and the snow falling yeah. off trees. He's fucking right. Yeah, it looks awesome. And, like, the way the deer gets covered in snow as your uh, the dead deer on the back of your horse gets covered in a little covering of snow as you're riding back with it. It's fucking brilliant. And the characters are brilliant. And also, like, the voice acting is marvellous. Like, yeah. even the leader of your gang doesn't have a, a sort of a an orthodox voice like for the leader yeah, of a yeah. tough band of outlaws. It, it cracks. It's like almost he's 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 been shouting too much. It cracks and goes high and, you know, he's like, we're all gonna, you know, it's like this kind of funny tone to his voice where he's just sort of shouting, you know, he's got this great rhetoric. He's constantly like, you know, they, they're almost like thieves with good hearts. You know, like, we'll either, we'll either kill you, save you, or, you know, keep you safe until we can get rid of you kind of thing. Like, you know, kind of an honourable, honourable, dishonourable man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking love it. Um, it is brilliant. I cannot wait to get balls deep in that game. <laughs> and, I, and, and looking at a few of these articles, like 101 things to do in, in De Red Dead Redemption. I'm like, 101. Usually these articles are like 20 things. 20 yeah, things yeah. you can do in Red Dead or 20 things you didn't know you could do in Red Dead. This is like 101. And I, I can still tell that it's barely even scratching the surface. Because um, I've seen a few like Let's Play videos and stuff that just, you know, just look fucking phenomenal. Um, watching, me and the missus watched a film last night, which I would never in a million years have picked to watch. But I found myself laughing all the way through. Is that fucking, um, oh, what was it called? Um, the Other Woman. Oh, yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> I was really, I found it with um, Jamie Lannister playing the cheating husband. It mm. was bloody marvellous. It was really funny. And I, I, I'm not usually a chick flick person, but I really enjoyed that. Um, and was there anything else? Uh, I've been playing a bit of Minecraft on the old Switch. Oh, really? Which, uh, which is quite nice. I, you know, Red Dead's quite a heavy game to play. So afterwards, it's nice to spend sort of half an hour just well, sort just of... Just chill out with... Uh... With the get on the old switch, just warm down after a heavy sesh. Yeah, exactly. Just lie in bed, you know, add, tinker a bit. Because I've got this, I've got four worlds on my on, on my Minecraft account on the switch. One of them's called Experiments, um, which is basically where I just where I'm just building shit, and it's just all sorts of stuff. I'm experimenting with building um, underwater. I'm trying to build like a replica of part of Rapture under the sea. Oh, that's quite cool. Which is quite cool. And I've, I I didn't realize how to get like water out of um underwater structures that you build until i realized that you have um sponges yeah uh, in, as a creative block so i just stuck a load of those in there and it's they suck up all the water and then you can just trash them and then well hey you've got a watertight um watertight structure under the under the sea which is pretty cool um and i worked out how finally i worked out how redstone and uh powered rails work for mine carts so I was setting up some little courses. So I, what really nice. I keep going back to this. It's basically on my on my um, on my Xbox as well as the Switch. I've got the so I can access the world on both platforms, which is really nice. Um, being able to jump in and out, so I can just visit. And the experiments one is good. I've got a couple of survivals running at the moment. The ones where you just sort of try and mine as much iron as you possibly can, yeah. try and find diamonds, which is really good. Um, but yeah, I always find a little bit, a little dose of Minecraft just warms me down. And uh, that's about it, really. Back to work today. And oh, fuck it, you know, back to work. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, so that's me. Yeah. So shall we move on? Uh, possibly. Just, yeah. just quickly, because I did fit, uh, miss it. I found a new webcomic called Princess Chroma. Highly recommend it. It's pretty kick-ass. And um, uh, read one of the Shannara series, um, or the Legends of Shannara, Terry Brooks. He just piles all these books out and... It's Bear is the Black Staff, and if you haven't read them, don't worry, I don't think you're missing much. Okay. But it's a fantasy novel, and it's meant to be post-apocalyptic, and it's just a bit not that great. Yeah, anyway, enough. sorry. Sorry, it's just a bit not that great. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know really how to put it. I in kind of enjoyed it, and then it's it's... It's kind of like eating a Big Mac. You kind of enjoy it at the time, but it doesn't really leave you satisfied. Yeah. I always find myself over-satisfied with a Big Mac and then needing a colossal shit the next day. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're going to do this old school, so it's going to sound a bit janky. I do apologise, but you ready? 
Put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, owe. My jungle love. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. I think I want to know you, know you. Yeah. What? That's enough of that, I think, though. Jen Smart Bob's right back, dude. Way! So like, we've been we've been threatening this for a while. And and if you read our Instagram post, then this will be a complete surprise. Because uh, we said we were gonna do like general news. But I suppose it is news. We're getting a new Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back reboot. Uh, I'm guessing some point in the early next year. So we wanted to do a love letters on Kevin Smith, but we might do that later on. But we figured what we'll do is we will just focus in on one film that is completely ridiculous, utterly stupid, but at the same time has got me through many a hangover in the past. So. <laughs> yeah, it is a classic hangover film. It really is. It's so silly, but it's so chock full of amazing actors as well. Yeah, but yeah. it's like it's it's but that is that is referenced throughout the whole yeah. film like with with brilliant moments where like Ben Affleck will be, you know, sort of like you do the artsy pick, you do this pick, and then of course you have to do that pick because your friend says you owe him. Yeah, and yeah. they all look at Ben Affleck and Matt Damon look at the camera. It's like a Jay and Silent Bob film. I mean, who the hell would pay to see that? And they all <laughs> yeah. turn to the camera. It's it's so silly. It's so good. The jokes are so on the nose, and it's a follow up to Dogma, which is probably until Red State, his closest he he made to a. Uh, uh, not to a serious pick. But, oh no, Chasing Amy was pretty, pretty deep. Chasing wasn't it? Amy was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that but was actually pretty... has probably one of my favourite Jane Silent Bob appearances yeah. in at all. It's just so, so pertinent for that moment of the film. Yeah, it's almost like if you were feeling as shit as um, Holden. Uh, is it Holden? Yeah, if you if feeling as shit as Holden yeah. McNeil was feeling yeah. right then those two are the last people on the planet that you'd want to talk to to make yourself feel better. It's Banksy and, Banks, Banky and Holden, isn't it? Banky, Banky, yeah, Banky and, yeah. and Holden McNeil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but they, of course, make an appearance in this one as well. Boom! Um, <laughs> yeah. Looks like... So oh, look at these morose motherfuckers right here. Looks like someone shitting their cereal. Boom! <laughs> yeah, Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. This is just going to be half an hour of uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back quotes. Um... It's yeah, so boo-boo, boo-boo, kitty fuck. Boo-boo, kitty fuck. Kitty fuck, sorry. Okay, so let's let's give this a Watch little bit of framing. Yesterday. Yeah. So let's give this a bit of framing. The first Jay and Silent Bob film I ever watched was Dogma. Yeah. I think okay. that was the first one I watched as well. So I went to university in yeah. 2001. Yeah. And a couple of weeks in, we all discovered that you could get films off the internet. <laughs> so that's basically all we did. <laughs> really? Do tell, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Um, you know, so we were just, it was the first time we all had like broadband or whatever it was at the, in those days access. I can't even remember what it was like. All yeah. I remember is that ever since university, I haven't left the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we watched uh, we watched uh, Dogma. And I just remember everyone else having been like, oh, you've never seen Jane Silent Bob. Oh, this is really funny. I really like it. And just being fucking pissing myself laughing <laughs> so through silly. the whole film. Just thinking, these two are amazing. Like, who the <laughs> fuck are they? And then people said, oh, you've got to see Chasing Amy, you've yeah. got to see More Rats, you've got to see Clerks. Yeah. And then, I, I don't know, I just, I, I watched it all, I loved it. And I always thought to myself, I would love just a film about those two. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? <laughs> like, for a fan of James Silent yeah. Bob, James Silent Bob Strike Back is just everything you've ever wanted. But for people who don't <laughs> like the characters, it's just like the weirdest film to watch ever because you don't understand what the fuck's going on. It's, it's a cult film. Weirdly enough, um, it, the jokes are is, so silly. They really are. It's, it's almost a, I mean, you could say it's a perfect case study or mm. uh, example of what is a cult film? Mm. Jen, Silent Bob, uh, Strike Back. Another one would be Dude, Where's My Car? Because yeah. um, that's sort of in the same uh, vein. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, one, one, one move lost uh, my copy of Dude, Where's My Car? Mm. Mysteriously Vanished. Well, it's, dude, where's my car? I don't think personally, and and this is just my personal opinion. Is in the same league as oh, as no, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. It's a, yeah. it's a bit, 
in it's that similar kind humor. Of time era, yeah. it's that kind of cult. No, Jay and Simon Bob Strode Back is far superior. So, yeah, I'm guessing Tom's brought up quotes from it as he's kind of started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> is that bit? There's the deleted scene with the hookers. <laughs> where it's like, hey, little man, you want some of this? How about you, big boy? You got 50 bucks? We can get nasty. And he's like, oh, yeah, how nasty? It's like, as nasty as you want to be, Pappy. And he's like, oh, all right. Well, first I want you to tongue my bung while you juggle my balls in one hand and play with my <laughs> asshole with the other. But don't stick your finger in it. Then I want you. To, then I want to pinky you while I stick it in your friend's brown while Silent Bob watches and fucking spanks it in a Dixie cup. After that, I want to smell your titties for a while and you can pull my nutsack up over my dick so it looks like a bullfrog. Then I want you to fucking <laughs> flick my nuts while your friend spanks me off in the same Dixie cup that Silent Bob just in it. Then we throw the Dixie cup out. <laughs> it's like stunned silence. Oh, that's it, honey. I quit. This job just passed the point of no return. <laughs> what? You said nasty. <laughs> Man, chicks in Hollywood are so stuck up. <laughs> oh, God. And so, Fucking ridiculous. for starters, it spends the whole film taking the piss out of itself. It spends the whole film taking the piss out of, of what the internet is still now. Yep. Um, the idea that they want all this money so they can go and then... And, and beat the shit out Peace of everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, is hilarious and kind of weirdly cathartic as well. I think, like the idea that it's like, oh, man, that guy just slagged me off. I would love to just go and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you've got all the cynical films being made in Hollywood, all the sequels. Um, the bit where um, is it Gus Van Sant who directed? Um, oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's still counting his money. Going, I'm busy. I'm bu- <laughs> I'm busy, Ben. Jesus, busy. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're a professional, Gus. <laughs> you're How the... do you like them apples? <laughs> apple sauce. Apple sauce, man. I don't like the sound of them apples, Will. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> it's hunting. Oh, it's such a great film. And then you've got the Wes Craven oh. horror film with the monkey as... Um, that's the, in the screen mask, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon, I usually say cut. Yeah. <laughs> The market research says people love monkeys. monkeys. (laughs) See? We love this monkey! (laughs) I am. I'm sorry, I'm going to jump back a bit, but... The clip commander. the clip commander. Will Ferrell is brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. Who fucking, like, appears on that tiny little moped (laughs) that, like, like, runs it into the side of a van. Okay, everyone, gather round. (laughs) They've... They've... they've, uh, recovered most of the animals apart from uh, one uh, orangutan that's missing orangutan the most da- dangerous animal known to man <laughs> <laughs> well what about what about the miramax security guards echo base i've got a 1007 two unauthorized <laughs> on the lot re- requesting backup I thought that was a 1082. No, sir, a 1082 is disappearing a dead hooker from Ben Affleck's trailer. I love, I love the bit and later then, on oh, as well. Oh, that Affleck. <laughs> the bit later on going, so we've got a 1085. Aha, that's where you're wrong, because I haven't been with a hooker today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, aha. <yeah. laughs> oh, so. oh, man. Okay, so, yeah. celebs in that film. Yeah. Who have we got? Uh, the, 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 but it's celebs of the time. It's a who's who of that particular time. Yeah. Anyone that had been on, well, television, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. um, um, you've got George Carlin. Yes. You've got... Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher with the Book of the Road. Yeah, with the Book of the Road. Yeah, it's a Book of the Road, It's George Carlin's face. It's just the mouth open and the mouth. I love it so much. Uh, ben Affleck, obviously. Matt Damon. Yeah. Jason Sha- Lee. Hmm? Uh, Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Sh- uh, Shannon Doherty. Doherty. Yeah. Uh, Eliza Dushku. Yes. You've got, oh, what's her name? The um, Of the three, the blonde lady. God, what's her name? She's the one that was in Heroes. Uh, oh, I don't know. You know who the other one is, though, don't you? Uh, it's Jennifer Schwalbach. Yeah, which is... Um, well, Jennifer Schwalbach-Smith, as she... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were date. They were Actually, they were married then. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. She hates the film. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. But she looks hot in that film. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Who else you've got? Uh, Sean William Scott as part of the scoop is he, uh, who they pick up. Oh, yeah. He did say he was. Brent. <laughs> yeah, 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 Brent. What does he say? He'll fuck? I've forgotten. Yeah. He goes... Hell yes, I uh, love animals. <laughs> it was, um, no, no, you misunderstand me. 
if you were a sheep and you saw there was another fine looking sheep, would you fuck that sheep? Well, if you put it like that, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Are I thought. Yours? Hey, everybody, <laughs> this guy's not one of us. He fucks sheep. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've got. I don't want, Chris, really want to die. Chris, Chris Rock. Uh, You've got Mark <laughs> Hamill. Mark Hamill. Chris Rock with it. I think George Lucas is going to sue somebody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As I, <laughs> uh, actually, I did like yeah. They stole the idea. I did it. Well, I know we can't really say what he says, but yeah, 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 uh, no, about you can't. the Sesame Street. It <laughs> yeah. was like, it was going to call it NWS. Yeah. No, yeah. NWP. N- yeah. Naughty word uh, with puppets. <laughs> yeah. And it was Taste excellent. <laughs> Taste the book of flavor. Yeah. I know it's in there. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Got a couple of girls in my trailer, and they all want a part of my film. And I've got right, just, just the part. For them, yeah. Uh, I, I, went, I yell action. I film the motherfucker. I say cut, and then I run my black ass back to my trailer. Van der Van der Beek. James Van der Beek. And the pie fucker. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. Yeah. Or AKA Ray, <laughs> Jesus Biggs. <laughs> yeah, it's like did you, um, read a, did you read the script? There was a script. <laughs> there was a script. Yeah, what's going on with that gay huddle over there? It's like God, you always say everything is gay. Like, oh look at that gay dog. <laughs> now, stop being so gay. Ah, see, see. Um, oh, dude, did you ever get to say that Joey was hot? Did you ever get to second base with her? Well, there was, yeah, there was one, one time. time. <laughs> what? And then you got like. Smaller characters in this as well, uh, like people like um, Paul Dini, who uh, cr- who created the Batman animated series. Yes, he's in it briefly as well because oh. he's mates with Kevin Smith. Diedrich Bader, yeah, as the security he's the guard. security yeah. guard. That's awful. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what they do to guys like us in prison? I used to be a guard. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. You've got. Tell him Steve Day. When, you, when, well. he's all, yeah. when he's all finished, I want you to say, Ooh, what a lovely tea party. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got uh, old friends Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan, heroes of mine, yeah. from Tell him Steve Dave, saying that, well, tell him Steve Dave, you know, you've got to stop saying that. <laughs> and you've also got. Um, the, you've got Joey Lauren Adams, isn't it, at the end? Yeah. Um, as Alyssa Jones. And then you've got the actress who plays Trisha Jones. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Uh, you've, it, it, you've obviously got Farrell, Will Farrell as uh, officer. <laughs> no, was it wildlife officer <laughs> or federal wildlife marshal Will and Holly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's like all these people just obviously just wanted to be in a, a, a Kevin Smith ensemble cast because I doubt there was much money involved in it. <laughs> yeah, Randall and Dante. Yeah, they're obviously in it. Yeah, uh, which is cool. Um, the Unitarian Church where you two got married, dressed <laughs> as stormtroopers. Oh yeah, and he says you're the bitch and, and you're, you're the, the butch. <laughs> well, if we work out, that's how I see it. <laughs> it's 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 a, a love letter to the VSQ universe, isn't it? Really, it's the whole thing is just so insanely silly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, what? You don't know fucking Jay and fucking Silent Bob, the fucking Mac Daddies of fucking Jersey? And she'll be like, oh, I read on the internet that you guys are a couple of little fuckholes. <laughs> 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 oh, the the um, uh, the uh, the devil on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There Whip was it meant out. to be an angel here when I beat the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whip it out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what's a trouser snake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why do they call you Cockknocker? <laughs> oh, actually, there's a funny story behind that. You're going to love this. True story. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, God, it's so it's so silly. And and just like... But it's it's just so watchable. Like, it knows it's silly. It's very aware of what it is. It's not trying to be anything that it's definitely... It's definitely not trying to be anything that it's not. No. And I think Kevin Smith does have the ability to be a solid movie maker. This is him having some fun. Absolutely. Like, and Chasing Amy is testament to the fact that he can make a solid movie. Red State as well. This is the one that stands out for me as yeah. like the best thing he's ever done. Red State is... It's not my favourite, but you look at it and go, wow, that's... And that's completely different from anything else. He's, he's also a really good actor. Yeah. I think it's I think actually being silent on camera and still being able to act 
and in dogma he probably gives his best performance mm. i think as silent bob because he's um he's you know even those moments like when him and serendipity are having that little moment where she's trying to make him you know kind of pick up the golf club and and whack azrael um you know azrael's kind of looks over at silent bob and he does that kind of shifty looking away it's just brilliant like try doing that like it's really hard to do yeah. like he he's had a bit of practice i know like four fucking films by that point but you know, he's really good at it. The sign on the side of the car said Hollywood animals or whatever. You <laughs> dumb, stupid motherfucker. <laughs> and then just he walks up. Say it, don't spray it. Don't spray it. No tickets. <laughs> the um, he's Everything you hear is that Jason Muse or Jay mm. is just Jason Muse. Oh, yeah. Like when he was younger. Oh, yeah. Like the, the the guy that they used to have hang around because he did dumb shit for them and made them laugh. Yeah, they say that it didn't Kevin Smith's story. Like the <clears throat> first time he ever met Jason Mewes, he just walked into like the arcade or like the, yeah. the club that they were all in, and he just proceeded to suck off everything in the room. Yeah, yeah got yeah. up to a Metroid arcade machine. Yeah, looked at the sort of rollerball a bit confused for a moment, and then just started sucking that <laughs> off too. <laughs> so looking at it. So weird. I do, I do like the first, the first like five or six episodes of the Jay and Silent Bob um, Get Old podcast yeah. was basically Kevin Smith talking because yeah. at that point Jason Mewes didn't really want to say anything, I don't think, and it was just him talking about their friendship, like about Jason's drug problems and all that sort of stuff. Which, by the way, how much, how many days is it? Like two? Yeah, he's, he's three thousand and eighty-five days. Yeah, he's or been clean like for fucking ever now. Yeah, so, yeah, he's, but that's that's really good. Yeah, like, and that podcast, podcast saved his life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and his marriage. Well, Kevin Smith has carved this amazing second career for himself. Mm. Uh, and I say we'll do a whole episode on Kevin Smith, but but we wouldn't be sitting here doing a podcast now if it wasn't for Kevin Smith. That's probably true. Because um, I, because he, 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 all he. I'd listen to his podcast, and in every single episode, someone would go, how do you get into podcasting, Kevin Smith? He goes, anyone can do a podcast. You've got a phone. Record it on your phone. Upload it to iTunes. He goes, anyone can do it. And I thought, well, if anyone could do it, then I could probably do it. And I remember we, uh, you got a Blue Yeti. Yep. And we used to sit around this very table. Yeah. Which, now, I should say, obviously, at the very beginning, I, I said, we're not, we, I didn't say that we were in the fuck bunker. We're not in the fuck bunker. We're no. actually around at Dan's place. Um, around the same table where we started this podcast mm. years ago. Yeah. Um, obviously, we haven't quite had the sort of level of success as some of our contemporaries. Let's call them contemporaries. Yeah. Conspectively, we are in the Wild West and we may be a smaller outlaw band than everyone else. But it is nice to know that that's how it came about. Because I remember you just got in touch and you were like, yeah. you should be on a podcast. We should do a podcast. It, it, just talk about bullshit. It just came from the fact that we used to be in a band and we just didn't get a chance to talk as much as we used to in bands Absolutely. and stuff. So, yeah. And that's what this has all been about. And I say that's Kevin Smith has almost weaponized podcasts for his friends and turned them into careers for nearly everyone around him, which I think is is admirable really. Absolutely. And used it for it to, to gain advantage himself. Just gets up, he's got a podcast studio in his house, gets up, records a podcast in the morning and then gets on with the rest of his day, I think. He's a very not making it sound like he's not busy. He's obviously a very busy person. Um, I wish. Yeah, I know, right? That's yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. And he's, you know, he's writing films. He's then going to like uh, Toronto to to make episodes of whatever uh, Arrowverse stuff he's doing there as well. But but this is just um, this this the James Silent Bob is just kind of like this this amalgamation of like all this almost law so that that's been created over over the the previous four or five films, like all these stupid little throwaway comments. Like the tell them Steve Dave comment is, mm. that's they've got like one scene in Mallrats, but from that comes a podcast because those are the two people in. Absolutely, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Um, just the the the, the uh, sailboat, just everything, like it kind of comes back in into um, James Hunt Bob Strike Back. The girl who died in the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so <laughs> well, good. That's a bit morbid. <laughs> But yeah, so so you know, goddamn finger cuffs, like a pair of goddamn Chinese <laughs> finger cuffs. <laughs> oh my god, you fucked finger cuffs! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, um, it, it's it's 
it's such a silly film, but it makes me smile so much to just see like all these characters are just in one place. It's almost, and and this this is high praise and maybe not deserved. It's almost um, like a, an original like Avengers movie, like oh. like in a much smaller way. He's taken all these characters and put them into to one film. But yeah. So what you're saying is Kevin Smith basically laid the groundwork for. The Avengers films. I mean, I'm... by basically pulling together a massive ensemble cast <laughs> yeah, from right. previous films. I, do you know what? I guess that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. The viewer's universe, is, isn't it? The askew universe, or yeah, the, the viewer's universe. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the other? It, it was the Jersey trilogy, the Jersey saga, or something. Yeah. Was the um, uh, was Clerks, Small Rats, Chasing Amy, and Dogma. I guess. I mean, Jersey's only featured very. Quick! Oh, so I guess yeah, James Silent Bob. Oh, and Clerks too. So yeah, it is a saga now, isn't it? It's the fucking. It's not like a trilogy or a quadrilogy or a sex trilogy or whatever. That is, it literally is a saga. Quinter, uh, quin, quintilogy. Quintilogy. I'm guessing so. Yeah. Which sounds like a a Prince song. <laughs> quintilogy. Oh no, Prince, that was musicology. Musicology. <laughs> Prince was approached to be in this, the Morris Day scene. Mm. They wanted it to be Prince originally. Um, and it was like a, it was like a, yeah. he, 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 he tried it and he didn't think he'd get anywhere, but then he ended up speaking to Prince mm. and um, Prince wanted him to direct something. I can't remember what it was, whether it was like a documentary on Prince or something along those lines. Um, and he said, well, will you, um, will you be in my movie then if, uh, if, if, if I do that? And Prince said, uh, give me some time. And he came back and he goes, I've just watched your work. No, I'm not going to be in your movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be in your <laughs> So they got the, the other band from uh, Purple Rain in there, which is Morris Day yeah, and the Morris Time. Morris Day and yeah. the Time. Yeah. Who were the baddies in that? Yeah. Yeah. But they're amazing in this as well. I was, my, my overwhelming... Here's something we haven't hit on. Duncan, th- this film, I distinctly remember watching the first time with you. Yeah. You and I yeah. spent a lot of time afterwards just <laughs> quoting it, and I'm pretty sure I will still. You'll sometimes hear me um, say to people, and people don't often get it when I just yeah. go bong, 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 and um, obviously I will just go break out with um, if something's going wrong. I'll just go fuck, mm. fuck, 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 mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, 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 fuck. Anyway, I'll just do that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Dan, you and I saw it together, and then we probably we didn't see it again. I think in the cinema, but yeah. we we watched it together a few times. I would imagine uh, we were unbearable for a good week. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I'm not as bad yeah. as I used to be, but I'm pretty sure I would attempt to quote and just burst out giggling. Yeah, it's it's... It, it's just impossible. And we try to nail the dance. Oh dear. <laughs> you know at the end was yeah. sort of like the my, my jungle up um uh actually i was like uh i'm pretty sure i got it down to uh, going oh yeah i remember doing that dance emma emma's obviously seen it before and she knows that i like it and yeah. she just doesn't understand and then again <laughs> and she listens to this and when she saw a picture of the delorean she didn't recognize the delorean either so um Hmm. that's quite quite a thing to find, discover um, um i'm gonna I mean... get into trouble for that but yeah so, <laughs> so we watched it and i was giggling so much i was mm. enjoying it so much and emma uh, said well you, you you don't think it's one of the greatest films of all time <laughs> so she's sarcastically went yes I, I genuinely would put it in my 30 favorite films ever <laughs> i think i i tend to think of myself as a bit of a film buff but just um, every now and then I want something just really dumb. And that's what this is. This is like super dumb. And, and, but it, it, it's a perfect hangover film. I've watched it so many. I've, it's probably up there in my most watched films. Yeah, I think I've watched it an awful lot of times. Yeah. Because I, 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 but maybe I, when I first moved into, um, uh, into my house with, uh, with Jolie, my now wife, yeah. um, 
we got sort of Sky package and we got Sky movies like as a sort of free introductory thing for like 12 months of it free. Mm. And Jane Silent Bob seemed to be on all the time. Yes. So I ended up just like watching bits of it. Like, you know, I'd sort of tune in for half an hour at the beginning and then the next day tune in for like in the middle or the end or somewhere like that. Just little random bits of it. And it just, it was one of those films that no matter where you were, you could just, it would just suck you in for a little bit. And you'd just yeah. be like, oh, I'd just be staring at the screen. Oh, I love this film. And like the bit with the dam is brilliant when yeah. he jumps out the pipe and then turns right. He goes, ah, turns right, oh, hey, and then just carries on falling. <laughs> ah. uh, it's, it's an so orangutan's not a monkey, it's an ape. <laughs> it's just, he obviously had freedom to do whatever he wanted in that film. And, that, and that's... Federal Wildlife Marshal. I've got, <laughs> I'll take it from here. <laughs> and that's why I'm excited. Like I think he's self-funding the reboot. Which I think is quite exciting. He's got to have quite a lot of money. He's got quite a lot of money. I wish we well, had a lot of money. They, <laughs> Me too, because we'd self-fund our own reboot yeah. as well, yeah. They also, what was it, last year that, or the year before, they did a tour of the UK. Oh, uh, yeah. Teabagging tea the UK. Oh, no, that's that's quite old. He he does, um, with with his his podcast, he does quite a few. He comes over to the UK quite a lot. He came oh, over last Am- year. Amazon lied to me then. Damn you, Amazon. Oh, no, that might have been last year, actually. Maybe, well, whatever. He he came over last year to London Film and Comic Con because I I met him there, which was one of those crazy crazy moments. I paid a lot of money to meet him, but I mean, yeah. Um, and he did. What are you laughing at? Sorry, just another quote. Go on, then. No, I'm in this because I love animals, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and four girls, three guys, do the math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in this because I love animals. <laughs> Sean, Williams, Sean William Scott is my favourite. I know I shouldn't find him. I know I shouldn't find him appealing as an actor, but I'll pretty much watch anything with Sean William Scott in. Like uh, Role Models, for example. I love that film. It's such a silly film. But yeah, and, and he, uh, Kevin Smith came over, did a um, Smodcast with Scott Mosier because he was working in France at the time um, and also did a Fat Man on Batman as well. Mm. So did a couple of podcasts over it. Um, and I think he'll probably come back because I'd imagine he made a ton of cash from that. Oh, there um, seemed to be a program, I, I haven't watched it, mm. but a program of three of their live shows so you could yeah. actually watch it rather than being a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. They, they filmed they filmed a load of them, put them out on DVD yeah. as well. So, um, But yeah, th- this was one of those amazing moments. Just really personable um spent way too much time with each person um and just chatting to everyone um signed my jersey didn't ask him to he just grabbed a pen and just started signing the jersey that i had at the time really really cool guy and just genuinely thankful he says he'll always take time out to um to take a picture with fans if they see him in the street because he goes he remembers when he was like that but yeah i think tom's still just looking through quotes (laughs) <laughs> sorry i'm just kind of hooked in there's it's so many just, though it's, like, crazy. it's just so so good yeah it's this just... <laughs> when he's <laughs> god i'm Dude, so I, th- I, I just i think i just filled the cup <laughs> 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 god i'm so embarrassed you should be they took your intellectual property and turned it into one 90 minute long gay joke it was like watching batman and robin all over again <laughs> <laughs> Remember, folks, stimulation of the clit is not recommended. (laughs) (laughs) I am the clit commander. Yeah, and when Silent Bob gets stuck in the pipe, just like (laughs) Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) (laughs) Think thin! Think thin! thin. Oh, Christ alive. (laughs) Oh, man, it's so good. I'm just looking through... um... (laughs) <laughs> if I go to prison, will you wait for me? Hmm, I don't know. Will you fuck me when you get out? Justice kisses impassionately. Don't change the subject. Will you fuck me when you get out? <laughs> yeah. Can I get a kiss for good luck? Yeah. Can I get a blowjob for good luck? No. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Do you think Fat Albert had an Inca? No. Bill Cosby did the whole thing with a roller, and it was excellent. And it was excellent. <laughs> yeah. This was it. This thing makes House Party One look like House Party Two or House Party Three. Shut the fuck up. We don't want to rub the clip the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. There's no cra- such cra- thing cra- as cracker? the clip. <laughs> yeah. I oh, know the clip is real. 
I'm banished right now. This guy will suck your dick. I'm sure he will. No! <laughs> Until he gets pushed down onto his knees. No! Okay, see, but like there are other bits in that that I I really really enjoy. Yeah. So, for instance, it's the it's the silly little things like they get picked up by the Scooby Gang, and it's not just the Scooby Gang like you remember them. They all yeah. fucking hate each other. <laughs> they hate the fact like Velma is played as a colossal lesbian, sexy female hitchhikers, <laughs> and like I uh, um, I don't want to be told what to do by a dick in an ascot. <laughs> you know? Like we're in the fucking in a no dick in a neckerchief. That's the <laughs> dick in a neckerchief, and they're just and like Daphne's just like where's stop screaming and just going mental. Let's um, sell, let's harvest and sell their organs and dump them by yeah, the right. Side. Yeah. Oh man, they're just they're just played up for those those big laughs, and oh, it's just really funny. I, it just plays on all the stupid shit they also like. Even, the thing that, like you said earlier, it's all like law. It's all is all like law. Like in chasing Amy, I think there's that bit just at the end of the of the speech that Sun Bob's given. Like um, Jay says something like, "God, I hope you fucking stop writing the comic anyway." Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're like making us look like dickheads. Like who, you know, Snoogins, Snoochie Boos. I mean, who the fuck talks like that? Yeah. That's fucking baby talk. And it's like the whole of Mall Rats. Yeah, Snoochie Boochies, Snoogins, Nooch. You know, I, they're all the things that are just said the whole way through. And of course, that's that's who they're modelled on, isn't it? Yeah. They're 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 modelled on that incarnation of Jay and Silent Bob. As the sort of slapstick, crazy to you know being employed by um, uh, TL, yeah, you know to ruin the stage and all that stuff. Morats is a great film as well. It really hilarious. is. Yeah, that, that, but they, they're all good films. Fucking Stan yeah. Lee comes to my mall and I don't know about it. <laughs> yeah. I just think um, because it's over so over the top, everyone plays up to it. Mm. Like you, th- this is not one of the great Ben Affleck performances and that's few and far between in itself but Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms he was the bomb in Phantoms that film made me watch Phantoms <laughs> yeah. I'd never bothered watching it it's an alright film yeah. Phantoms is okay Phantoms it's, decent, like a... it's like a decent horror film but it's it's not amazing um I, I bought it. I bought that film. Of because, course you did. Yeah. So you can say Affleck was the bomb, bomb in Phantoms. Phantoms. That's yeah. the only reason I yeah. bought it. Yeah. Um, I, um, I, it, everyone plays up in this film. They've told everyone to obviously just be completely over the top. And it works so well. It, you put together, like, it's a bad film. Let, let's not beat around the bush, right? This is not a great film. It's but not. it's intentionally not a great film. It's like we said, you well, you perfectly yep. described it. It's a cult film. Yeah. But it's a cult film for people who love Jay and Silent Bob films. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, even Ben Affleck's character, Holden McNeil, says it. It's like a fucking Jay and Silent Bob, like stringing out those two characters over the over entirety of a film. Like, who the fuck is going to pay money to watch that? It's like literally people who like Jay and Silent Bob films. But then That's th- it. The whole thing about they've made a, com- a comic... Of, of these guys' lives as it is, is hilarious in, in the first place. The idea that they've got these... T- that in this film, in, this, in the Viewersk universe, they've taken Giants, Jay and Silent Bob and they've, they've just stretched them too thin. Yeah. Like, th- they've done too much with them and it's now a tired joke. Yeah. And the whole film is that tired joke yeah. that they are taking the piss out of in the film. That makes any sense. There is a brilliant joke, though, that actually makes them fresh again, which is when they run out of the studio being chased and they run straight into a backdrop. Yeah. And the first thing he says is, man, Hollywood's so fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the backdrop is just an exact replica of what is behind the backdrop. One of my favourite bits is the pl- when he's thinking about maybe this is a new breed of super monkey and they're gonna take over the, the world and then you've got the monkey that monkey jay and monkeys <laughs> chimps <laughs> silent bob it's brilliant here is the pulse yeah and here is your thumb <laughs> jammed up, up your, your ass, ass miles away from the pulse <laughs> say <laughs> would anyone like a chocolate cup of pretzel yes <laughs> what what a lie <laughs> I, I, and that is uh, that, that is one of the grossest scenes in more yeah. rats as well say would you like a chocolate covered pretzel they're a little melty but damn are they exquisite <laughs> <laughs> i love 
So it's that that scene is set in um, his comic shop. It is Jane Silent Bob's secret stash. Yeah, um, run by Walt Flanagan, who is also in the film. Yeah, he is indeed. It's I love how he gets everyone involved. That like his friends have become characters yeah. as part of like this podcast universe, and and like even when you're sitting there watching um, Dogma in the um, the strip club scene with. Um, <laughs> It's uh, God, Salma Hayek, who's like a serious actor. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ming Chen, like, who's on uh, Tell Him yes. Steve Davis, just sitting there. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it just get the right people involved, and they're all hilarious. And you look at some of the careers that some of these people have had now. We were talking about Brian Quinn, um, who's now on Impractical Jokers, who cut his teeth with a comedy troupe, which was the Tenderloins, which is the Impractical Jokers, isn't it? But yeah. really, up until then, he was working for Viewer Skew. And he was doing this podcast with uh, Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan. Mm. I don't think he's in this film, though, is he? I might be wrong. Brian Quinn. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he is in Giant no. Silent Bob. No. I don't think he is. He's in... Um, he's in... Is it Dogma? Yeah, I think so, He's yeah. in Dogma. He's an extra, isn't he? Mm. He's, well, I, think he was, I think he's one of the protesters outside Cause, the... Well, because Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan are protesters uh, yeah. uh, outside uh, the abortion clinic in Dogma. Yeah. You, Brittany, what is it? What's the name? You, Bethany Sloan, need to be filled in more than one way. Yeah. <laughs> I um, fell in love with you. We fell in love. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Guys like us don't just fall out of the sky, you know. <laughs> Beautiful big titty lady. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't just fall, fall out of the, the sky, sky, you know. <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, so good. Rufus, I'm... the 13th apostle. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, yeah. I mean, I love I love this film, and I think we'll do a whole Kevin Smith podcast at some point. Um, just start to finish, we'll we'll do maybe we'll do it chronologically in terms of his career. Yeah. Um, but yeah, James Silent Bob Strike Back. If you haven't watched it, and you are in um, in the mood for a really dumb film, and you know roughly some of Kevin Smith's other other work, then go watch this film. I would heartily recommend it. Yeah. It's just silly. Embrace it for what it is, which is what we've said a few times. I know this has been one of those rambling, meandering oh, podcasts, yeah. but like, embrace it for what it is, which is like exactly what Dan said. If you like Jane Silent Bob and thought they were funny, yeah. it's basically that joke spread out over 90 minutes. And it does at times get quite thin, but yeah. it is well worth it. It's basically, imagine spreading a nice blackcurrant jam across <laughs> a bit of toast. Some bits are going to be thin, they're still going to taste okay, but they're not going to be as nice as those mouthfuls when you get a big sort of <laughs> cluster of black uh, of um, black currants in your mouth. Yeah. And there are some very nice big black currants. There are some good jokes in there. Uh, probably one of the best scenes is the one with James Van Der Beek and Jason Biggs. Yeah. It, it is great. That is really, it's just one a really funny scene with them. It's like, you know, why doesn't anyone say, oh, you, you were great in Loser or, oh, you rocked it in America, you know, American Pie 2. It's like, and Jay Van Der Beek just looks at him and just goes, dude, you put your dick in a pie. <laughs> <laughs> ah, excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Right. So, so yeah, I, that's I, it. I figure that's it. That's yeah. probably enough, isn't it? So, yes, as we've said, go watch it. Yeah. It's, it's well, worth a, well worth a look. And, hell, you can always have a gin and tonic while you're watching it. Yeah. I would say also, uh, once you've watched that, then go to cinema and watch Into the Spider-Verse as well. Okay, fair dues. Well, on that note, we are going to wrap it up right now with the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Duncan, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me back on. Lovely. Dan, thank you very much. Oh, no, thanks. Thanks for having me. And I'll <laughs> thank myself. Thank you, Tom. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, don't thank forget, you, Tom. if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook. <laughs> thank you. Facebook. Uh, so facebook.com forward slash TMTOOH on Twitter. We are at 2MTOOH if you want to follow us on Instagram, which is becoming more popular at the moment, mm. uh, at TMTOOH. And, of course, our sister pod. We are the mother pod. They are the sister pod. It is the Theatrical Cut. Social feeds are? Uh, it's on Instagram. It's Theatrical Cut Pod. And um, on Facebook. Facebook, it's Facebook.com forward slash Theatrical Cut, I want to say as well. And then next episode, I think I saw They're there was doing an update. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce films. Yeah, yeah. I would just like to say that probably my favourite Guy Pierce film is Memento. Memento's up there. LA Confidential for me. LA Confidential is from the film that well. made his career, in my opinion. Absolutely, but Memento. I mean, 
uh, what is he? His name's um, uh, Leonard Shelby. Mm. I'm Leonard Shelby from San Francisco. That's not who you are. That's yeah, who yeah. you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you God, don't know so who you are. I am, um, and obviously uh, Prometheus. Prometheus was quite good, although it's probably not a great role for him. No, as like the withered peanut man. But he's uh, is he Whalen? He's uh, yeah, he's Charles Whalen. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's a good one. Duncan, oh, yeah. do you have a favourite? Uh, I am actually just reminding myself of some of his uh, films because I can't... No, you're not. You're reminding yourself who Guy Ritchie is. Guy Pearce. Uh, oh, Guy Pearce. No, actually, I, quite, I did enjoy uh, Prometheus, but I was just... Actually, I was just reminding myself because I'm really bad on these kind of things of going, oh, I wonder who did that. And when you say... Um, a director, then I usually don't know. I oh, Man Three wasn't good. Too. Bad. Man Three was alright. Uh, uh, I enjoyed uh, Prometheus. Mm. I yeah, thought that was pretty good. Yeah, Probably. so did I. I thought it was quite philosophical. I, I liked it also. Um, trying to think of the road. That yeah, that's, that's a cheery one, isn't it? That he's in. <laughs> oh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fucking brilliant with Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Agent Elrond. <laughs> Agent Elrond. Agent Elrond. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that. Enjoy. Uh, when... Counter Monte Cristo, the reboot. That was good fun. And I'll take a second whack at the goodbye. <laughs> uh, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from him up in the wank shed. It's goodbye from Dan. Ta-ra. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.